just to make the most of our time so that we may grow in wisdom to teach us to make the most of our time so greetings Welcome to Two Days Denarius. I'm Ron Thomas. Today is the National Day of Prayer, and this video will be devoted to sharing prayers together from the National Day of Prayer Task Force. I want to thank this organization and the First Baptist Church of Atlanta for sharing in and promoting participation in this year's event. Our theme for this year comes from James 5.16. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man or a righteous person avails much. This means showing intensity of spirit, feeling, and enthusiasm. Let this not be a grudge or a hard labor. Let's take time to pray all the prayers here with true devotion. There's a note I really like from the Christian Standard Study Bible. It says that prayer is not a magical incantation or a guarantee of healing. And it says that because in the context of James at this point, it was talking about physical healing. But it goes on to say, and, and you can look at this in a broader aspect uh, for healing and energy, devotion to prayers. That, that should go for all the time that we converse uh, with our Lord and Savior. But when offered fervently by a righteous person, God will respond in a way that best fits his good purposes. So be ready to accept the answer God gives you and me. Now this concept of a national prayer has its roots in the Puritans of the 1600s. Uh, George Washington during the Revolutionary War uh, called on national days of prayer on at least two occasions. And then Abraham Lincoln during the Civil War. And in our time, it's honored uh, at this time of the month, fourth day of May, annually, uh, by proclamation. Now, Jonathan Edwards, during the great revivals in his time in the 1700s, coined the term concert of prayer. And that this is that people should unite in prayer for the cause of revival and the spread of God's kingdom around the world. Now let us share in our concert of prayer on behalf of our nation. We will pray individually for family, church, business, and the workplace, education, the military, government, and the arts, the media, and entertainment. I do say that I pray in the evangelical Christian faith tradition, and though I do respect other faiths and hope they will participate on this day as well, because this day is open to people of all faiths. I will also say here before we begin that I will not have background music while we pray. We need to focus our hearts and our minds fully on God and his purpose without distraction. I will read the prayers for us, so please pray with fervency as I read. Now, you can also obtain uh, the prayer guide that I'm 
going to be saying these prayers from either at the, and this is one word, nationaldayofprayer.org or fba.org. That's First Baptist Atlanta is what that stands for, fba.org, because it is uh, the website for the First Baptist Church of Atlanta. You can obtain the guides for the prayers and the prayers that I'm going to read from those websites. So having said all that, let us focus our minds and let our hearts come together uh, in prayer. Do pray with some energy and devotion. Uh, our nation needs it right now. Our nation is in a very critical state. Uh, it's not so much a crossroad. We know that the moral and so much of the uh, things that affect our lives, like economy, uh, schools, education, the social structure is in need of much prayer. And we can do that because we're going to do that right now. So let's us bow our hearts and our mind as we seek God and pray for our nation. I want to quickly say before we begin, we're going to have a series of seven prayers, each over the topics that I mentioned previously. So please stay with us, and it's very important uh, that you spend time over this next uh, short 30 minutes plus and really focus and, and pray for these nations. These prayers are very well said and very well structured, so I encourage you to to do that and devote your heart fully uh, to this prayer time. Let us pray. We come with fervent hearts to praise you, Lord. You are the word, the way, truth, and life. The Alpha and Omega, Lion of Judah, Almighty God who was and is and is to come. You clothed yourself in flesh and dwelt among us to remove our sin and clothe us in your righteousness, that we might dwell with you forever and ever. With broken and humbled hearts, we repent of our sins, confessing to you our faithlessness, prayerlessness, and disobedience. Forgive us for our doubt, our prideful and quarrelsome words that reveal our unclean hearts. Cleanse us, and renew a right and steadfast spirit within us, we pray. With grateful hearts, we thank you fervently for the blessings in our lives and throughout America. They are more than we are able to count. We will remember your grace and testify to your goodness in all generations. Help us to refrain from complaining, but instead to be prompted to pray faithfully in every circumstance. Teach us to have a content heart, knowing that you are always enough for our every need. As the church, we commit to pray and love our neighbor and nation as you loved us, that our reputation in this world would be rooted in your love. Holy Spirit, work and overflow through us in every prayer, thought, word, and deed. May our character, conversations, and conduct reflect the righteousness in which you clothed us and commanded us to live. With an obedient heart, we put on the full armor of God. Your breastplate of righteousness guards us and our heart 
from which flows the springs of life. We pray fervently for our communities and country, the people who are in the church, family, education, business in the workplace, the military, our government, the arts, entertainment, and the media. Every person is your workmanship, fearfully and wonderfully created and loved. With hopeful hearts, we pray that all would choose to receive your love and follow you. We pray that America would confess Jesus is Lord and reflect your righteousness in every sphere of influence and every aspect of our lives. We ask that heavenly hope would flood our hearts, silence hate, and that you will heal our land. Believing you, O God, all you are, all you said, and all you have promised, we pray fervently in righteousness and avail much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now we'll look and turn our attention to our second prayer, uh, which will be for family. Now, if you'd like to look up some Bible verses regarding the prayer for the family, I will go ahead and read those off before we say each prayer. If you want to watch the YouTube video, you will see those on the screen on the Two Days Denarius YouTube video that is out there as well. But I will have to speak them here uh, so I can't put them on a tracker <laughs> on a podcast. Uh, we have John 1, 12 to 13. Deuteronomy 6, verses 6 and 7. 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 through 7. And 1 John 3, verse 1. Now let's focus our hearts and mind as we pray for family. O oh God, we pray fervently for the family. Each person who's created by God to live in relationship with him and one another. We pray for the family to be a place where we learn to honor our parents and parents nurture their children with love and train them up to know and follow him. God created marriage for a man and woman to be bound in a covenant with him and live as a family that follows him. He knit us together in the womb fearfully and wonderfully making us in his own image. We pray that people uh, would know that they are his workmanship, not one person who is a mistake. God establishes generations of families by marriage, birth, foster care, adoption, and more, as people share their lives and love according to his word, will, and way. Lord invites us to be part of his family, the eternal family of God. He calls us his children, having believed we are born again into his family. We pray that all people would draw near to him as their perfectly heavenly father, no matter what kind of example or experience with their earthly parents. May God bring families closer to him, prompting them to pray, study scripture, serve actively in a local Bible-believing church, and love their neighbors together. We pray that the Holy Spirit fill our hearts and our homes, binding us together in love, honor, joy, and trust. 
For it is in Jesus' great name that we pray. Amen. As we close with the family, now we will turn our attention to praying for the church. Let us focus our hearts and minds together. We pray fervently for the church, the people called by his name, O Lord. As they learn, love, worship, and follow God together, we pray for those who are members and leaders of his body, set apart by their relationship with him as Lord and Savior, sent to show and share his love and the good news, helping them and us to remember that we are the church, people, not so much a place, his body, not a building, and that we come together and grow in our knowledge and love of him and who we are in him that we gather together to love and encourage one another to be filled with his word and his Holy Spirit inside the walls of the church so that everywhere we go, we will overflow as his ambassadors. We pray that we, his people, called by his name, be known by his love and the spiritual fruitfulness that manifests in our lives and glorifies him causing us to care for our neighbor and nation, our communities and country in such substantial and sacrificial ways that every person we encounter would know that we follow Jesus and that they would want to know and follow Jesus too. For it is in the name of our Lord and head of his church, Jesus Christ, that we pray. Amen. The text for this reading on the church are as follows. Romans 12, verses 4 through 5 and verse 10. Hebrews 10, 21 through 25. And that's the passage that encourages us to be in church. Uh, friends, if you're out there, a Christian, you're not going to church, even due back to COVID, those days are over. And I say this sincerely from my heart. You need to be back in church, fellowshipping with fellow believers. Uh, it is time that Christians get together in the church where they belong in fellowship. There's no such thing as internet church. Second Timothy 3, 16 through 17, Acts 2, verse 42, and Colossians verse 1, 18 and Colossians 1, verse 18. Now we'll look at the business and the workplace. And, you know, through uh, economic times that are difficult, and we've had to work our way back uh, from the COVID days where there were many lockdowns in our country, and uh, people and the economy with inflation right now, uh, it is something that is very subject as a matter for our prayers. And some of you may, who are listening to this podcast right now may be struggling with uh, job issues and health issues as well uh, that may be affecting your ability to perform jobs. But you know what? There are prayers for that. And let, let us put our hearts and minds together and pray uh, for the health and wealth, even in the business structure of our country, 
uh, so that people uh, can work, certainly make their living, and it'll make our country even greater and stronger as well. So now let us pray together. Our Heavenly Father, we pray fervently for the workplace, for the people and the places where God calls us to work each day. We pray that the Holy Spirit would remind us that we are God's ambassadors, representatives of righteousness sent to run with the message of reconciliation. We seek the blessings from heaven's glorious riches, not longing for counterfeit cultural abundance, but the abundant life that is authored by Jesus. We pray that each person would work unto the Lord not disrespecting or despising man, but knowing that the workplace is their mission field, working in integrity, humility, excellence, and diligence in order to walk in all that has been received in Christ, not seeking to gain the whole world, but seeking to magnify and glorify God who will supply every need. We pray that the Lord will keep people from being slothful and selfish, keeping pride and greed far from each person as they labor in the fields, the fields where he sends them for his harvest. May each person in the workplace know that their value is found in Christ and from him. For it is in the name of our one and only Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. The supporting passages for this prayer come from Genesis 2 verse 15, Ecclesiastes 3, verses 9 through 11, Colossians 3, verses 23 to 24, Psalm 90, verse 17, and Proverbs 12, verse 14. And now let's turn our hearts and minds to education. And we know education is a very uh, controversial, uh, very difficult area of our social structure in America. And it needs much, much prayer. I ask that people really set this part aside because the people we educate are the future decision makers, the future workers, and things like that in our country. You know, the Bible says it's very important that we nurture and that give admonition to our children in, in the name of the Lord and help them to follow God's will. So I would ask that people pray hard for education. We do have a very strong void of moral and ethics being taught in them, uh, to them in our schools these days. And uh, as I said in my YouTube video when I created it yesterday, you know, moral is, morals and ethics, it's not a matter of who. We, we know what morals and ethics are and what ones generally work uh, in society. Uh, I do ask that most of all that we would pray uh, for this nation, that uh, we need a restoration of God back in school, no question. Uh, but certainly pray uh, for our kids today, uh, because I think they're in a very difficult uh, position at this time. So we will pray seriously about that, make this a, a prayer beginning, and maybe some of you out there who hear this podcast will uh, receive a calling from the Lord uh, to get more involved in the education uh of our kids, uh, be part of meetings and things like that, uh, that can help shape the direction of our schools and certainly uh, with our children being in them. You may have to make decisions uh, on how you're going to handle what you're going to do, uh, where you want them to be educated down the road as well. 
Uh, we could talk a long time about this topic, but we're here to pray. So let's direct our hearts and minds once again uh, to pray, and certainly in this area of education in our country. Our great God, we pray fervently for education, for those who learn, teach, serve, and support every area and aspect of it. We pray that God helps students to obtain and retain true knowledge and understanding while seeking wisdom from him, that no one be hindered from coming to him and that no evil agenda or wicked word be taught that comes against God, against your word, your will, and your ways. We pray, Lord, that you'll protect our campuses from violence and vileness. Make them a safe place to learn and to prepare students to thrive throughout life and on the path that God has prepared for them, filling their minds with the wonder of him as they learn the beauty and complexity of your creation in science, your heart and your hand, O oh Lord, throughout history, and a desire a fervent desire to study scripture as they learn to read. Oh Lord, may you prompt teachers, staff, families, and students to pray for one another and grow Christian clubs on every campus. For it is in the mighty and awesome name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. And some supporting texts from scripture on this prayer include Mark 10, 14, Colossians 1, verses 9 through 10, Proverbs 22, verse 6, Colossians 1, verse 28, and Titus chapter 2, verses 7 and 8. Now we move to an area that's dear to my heart, and that would be our military. Uh, having served in the military, uh, the, for 22 years, having that great privilege and honor to do so, and meeting many wonderful people who I served with out there, and certainly know many who still continue to serve, who I care about a whole lot. Uh, this one is special to me, and you know where our military is right now? It needs our prayers, uh, no less than any of the others. Uh, we need to pray for the strength of our nation. We need to pray, pray uh, for the... Uh, inner strength, the courage, the morale uh, for our military members uh, to have strength in hearts. And you know, we do have a mental health crisis among military members. And if you have one who's serving or is not, who is not now and uh, struggles with things like PTSD or other mental issues, uh, I would really encourage you from the bottom of my heart uh, to help them get to places where they can be treated for this. Uh, there is plenty plenty of good help, therapy, uh, organizations out there, uh, things associated with the military like the VA uh, to help them. And we certainly want to reach out to them. We are so grateful for their service. Uh, but you know, this doesn't just stop once somebody leaves. And when people go to war uh, and serve in difficult places and stuff, uh, some things that happen there do linger. Uh, for many of us. So uh, make sure you do that. Uh, but do pray for our military. Uh, we love our heroes in this country, but they do need our prayers as well. So let us pray for the military now. 
Our great and almighty God, we pray that you would avail much as we pray fervently for our military, for the men and women in uniform who serve and sacrifice to defend freedom around the world, as well as their families who serve and sacrifice with them. We pray that you, God, would keep them strong, courageous and safe in the shadow of your wings, that you would be their sun and shield, their direction and protection at all times, that would be on the home front and the front lines as well. We pray that each member would put on the full armor of God as they put on their uniform each day, being filled in spirit with your wisdom and discernment and the decisions and the plans that are drawn up in both peace and on the battlefield. Lord, may you go before them and surround them as every battle on earth reflects a war in the heavenlies, thwarting evil schemes and defeating wickedness. We pray that our nation would gratefully serve those who served us, letting no veteran go without services and shelter, bringing peace and healing to the wounded and holding their marriages and families close in your care. As we keep them near in our thoughts and prayers, as well, whether they are home or away. For it is in the name of our conquering King on the cross, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. The text for this prayer for the military come from Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, Psalm 91, verses 4 and 5, 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 and 4, Ephesians 6, 11 through 13, and Psalm 138, verse 7. Another very important part of our society that we need to pray for is our government. And the government makes many decisions that affect us whether we realize it or not. And certainly in these times when you deal with uh, the structure of our country as far as the economy and other things that are happy, happening, that it's hard not to be aware of what's going on these days, certainly with the social media aspect uh, that is so prevalent. Uh, we need to pray for our government. Uh, there are difficulties. There are always difficulties a society has to deal with. Uh, but we should pray fervently and very fervently uh, for our government at this time, all branches of our government, as we're about to do, uh, keep it in heart and mind. And you know, over in First Timothy, uh, chapter two, verses one through four, it's very clear that we ought to pray for our leaders, and that God would see that leaders rule rightly, that leaders rule justly, and we're going to do that right now. So let us bow in prayer, and pray for our government. O oh, gracious and mighty God, we pray fervently for all who serve in government, legislative, executive, and judicial. We pray first for their salvation, that they would believe and follow Jesus Christ all their days. We pray that they would trust in the Lord with all their heart and lean not on their own understanding, that they would acknowledge him in all their ways and hide his word in their heart 
Scripture records, O Lord, the worth of a king's reign by stating that they did what was right or what was wicked in the sight of the Lord. So we pray that they seek your face, your heart, and your hand in all that they do to manifest and magnify your glory, O God. May you lead them as they lead our cities, states, and nation. And may our laws reflect our loyalty and love for you and your ways and cause your justice, O God, to flow from our courts. For this we pray in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the ultimate sovereign and in control of all things. Amen. You know, I would encourage you to continue praying for our government, and, and you can look at some of these verses I'm about to give you that are pretty clear on the topic, and take that time and spend on these things. What we're doing here is just the beginning of prayer, you know, the National Day of Prayer, but we have something that we can build upon uh, when it comes, a foundation for what we start today on a day like the National Day of Prayer. Texts that you can look at further are Romans 13, verses 1 through 2, 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 4, Isaiah 56, verse 1, 2 Chronicles 19, verses 6 through 7, and 2 Chronicles 19, verse 9. The final area that we are going to pray for now is our arts, entertainment, and media. And, you know, what's happening there is also very concerning, too, over the last few years, the morality level of what we're seeing in our movies. And I say this to you Christians. Uh, if you're going to see some of the movies they're putting out these days that are really promoting uh, immoral things, I would ask you, why are you going? Because those aren't the places and that we should be uh, attending we should not be giving our dollars and our time for things like that that do not please God. So keep that in mind, but do play, pray for media. Of course, we've seen a growth in Christian media over the last few years. That's a positive, depending how even the Christians use it as well, by the way. Uh, but we have things that we need. And you want to look at when it comes to Scripture, church, and the media, we always take scripture and church first. Our object is to be doing and obeying the Lord when it comes to relations with the church, and the church needs to be preaching the gospel so people can get saved. So we like art, media, entertainment in the Christian world, but that isn't always necessarily the place and the means and the manner by which people are going to come to know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. But some of you might be part of that, and some of you might be support, supportive of media. If you're doing it, you need to be doing it for the glory of God, as 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, and doing it in a way that's dedicated, devoted, and pleasing to Him for His honor and for His glory. So let us pray now for arts, media, and entertainment. Let us pray fervently for them in heart and mind, and continue to do so in the days ahead. Let us pray. Eternal, everlasting God, we pray fervently for arts, media, and entertainment, for all who use their talents and gifts to compete, inspire, entertain, and inform us. 
We pray here that you would avail much. We pray that those who are part of this would see this beauty through your eyes and through your heart as the creator of all that exists. For those who write that you reveal yourself as the word who was in the beginning and was and is the God who created the universe. May they who do this understand the power of words and seek you and choose their words carefully, truthfully, in wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to build up, O Lord, and not to tear down, to speak life and not death. We pray for those who work in front of and behind the cameras and curtains, screens, stadiums, and stages. We lift up those who train, compete, paint, sculpt, and sing with the gifts and the beauty that you have poured into them as they experience your strength and the splendor around them and towards them. Lord, we pray that they see and project life and love through your light and lens, living the lives that you have written for them from beginning to the end on earth, while sensing and sharing glimpses of the sound and sights of heaven given them as they seek and create through you. Let them live humbly, pointing their audience, fans, and social media followers to see Christ through them and live a life that follows Jesus Christ fully to display it. For it is in the matchless name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Our texts for this prayer are 1 Corinthians 9, verses 24 to 25, 2 Timothy 4, verse 8, Jeremiah 31, 13, Exodus 31, verses 2 through 5, and Ephesians 5, verses 1 through 5. Well, I want to say thank you for praying together on this National Day of Prayer 2023. It says over in 2 Chronicles seven fourteen, after God responded to Solomon's prayer at the dedication of the temple that he built, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. God responded in a miraculous way once that temple was built. And Solomon gave that beautiful prayer over in Second Chronicles chapter 6. But this is what we need to do. This way that a nation comes back to God is in, perpetu in perpetuity. This, you can't just say, oh, well, that was just Solomon's time. No, look at the principles of all the things that are here in this verse. If my people, well, who are God's people? Well, his children, the people who believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Those are the ones who are called by his name. Well, we need to humble ourselves. We as Christians do need to pray and seek his face. And if we are not following him fully, we need to turn, especially if there are things involved in wicked ways, and repent of that. And once we confess our sins and we are made right in fellowship with the Lord again, follow him fully. 
Once we do that, he says, he will hear from heaven, will forgive their sin and heal their land, or he'll heal us as believers and certainly make us ready uh, for the next thing he would call us to do. So don't say that was just Solomon's temple time. These are, these are eternal principles for revival here in Second Chronicles 7, 14. So let our prayers for our nation, our church, other entities for each other, not stop here. Friends, see this as a beginning. And I think this prayer, I think this podcast is a good place for all of us to begin. Well, let us close our podcast now. And I do want to say thank you again for listening and participating in this concert of prayer. And we need to continue the concert of prayer. Let us not stop. Uh, at this time. See, this is the beginning. I gave you all who listen seven different topics uh, that we can pray for daily uh, in our prayer times. So let's do that. Let us continue because let us believe that prayer changes things, that prayer makes a difference. And Jesus told us that we should pray and not give up. So let's do that. So continue to pray for revival and healing in our land. Well, may God richly bless you, friends. Until the next time we create another podcast, thank you for listening. I'm Ron Thomas. This is Two Days Denarius. Of our time, so that.